Hello. Well, hello. Is this Suska? Speaking. Well, hi, Suska. This is Scott Wood from the interview hello. show. Hello, Scott Wood. Nice, nice, nice to finally talk to you. Exactly. How are you doing? I'm good. How you been? I'm doing all right. So, are you ready for an interview? Yeah. All right. We're going to talk right after this. Oh, God. Hi, this is Suska, and you're listening to The Interview Show with Scott Wood. Opens up your mind, you know, to possibilities. Things just start happening. with your host today i'm talking on the phone with the sensational suska hi suska hi scott thanks for having me on here (laughs) (laughs) 
Why are you laughing? Well, you're welcome. <laughs> you sounded a little out of breath there, a little bit like begrudging, like, oh, I had to answer this telephone call. Oh, really? <laughs> no, no, no. I was trying to find the. I was trying to find the phone, but you know, you know, when you're kind of concentrated and you're into a beat, and then you hear something outside of it. No, no, no. I want to get to the interview. I'm, I'm happy that you called. Awesome, awesome. All right, you're listening to the interview show. This is Scott Wood, your host. You just heard the force. By Suska. I would love it, Suska, since I have her on the line with me right now, if she could talk about that track a little bit. About The Force with Giroux. Um, That was an instrumental track first, actually, and it just, I went into the studio one day and just did this big, long solo, and we were like, oh, that's kind of neat. Let's just kind of keep it like that. And then I thought, it was all right, it was all right, but I still wanted to hear an MC to it. So I sent it to my friend Giroux, who's uh, an MC from Bermuda, and he happened to be in town. And, um, yeah, he he liked it, and so he started writing to it and uh, sent me, I think, a couple verses. He he basically had the whole song done. I was like, oh, man, that's great. You know, it sounded so good. And I'm like, we only really need a verse. So we just took a verse out of it and um, put it in there. And, um, yeah, that's the source. That's how it came about. So... Yeah, I'm really happy with that track. I love it a lot. It's got a nice feel. All right. You're a violin player. You collaborate with rappers. The music industry can be hard for even quote-unquote regular artists, so I'd love you to talk about what motivates you. What motivates me? Um, pretty much just the passion that I've had for music ever since I started um, when I was a kid, I guess, and then it's just kept on evolving and growing from there, and it's just something that at this point I can't really live without. So, you know, projects keep coming up and I keep getting hired, so I guess I just keep working. <sighs> and to be honest with you, I probably got really serious when I got my first check. <laughs> when I, you know, plays like a first song, you know, on a, on a TV show, and I was like, oh, okay, you know, maybe I can, maybe I can make money at this. <laughs> nice. Yeah, that kind of was like, oh, this is fun, you know, I'm having fun. So, yeah. All right, so speaking of having fun, mm. you've played on stage with RZA, so I would love mm-hmm. it if you could talk about that experience. No, I'm not allowed to talk about it. <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> um, no, it was great. It was, um, it was purely by fluke. It was just one of those things that came up in my life, an opportunity. Um, I was hanging out on a sunny day, and my friend Maestro Fresh West uh, called me, and he said, you know, I'm here backstage at Richards on Richards, and bring your violin. RZA's gonna going to do a play, uh, play a show tonight and um, they're jamming out so I was like okay and we went down there and met up with them and plugged in my violin and I just played and we jammed out for about five minutes and uh, by the end of it Rizzo just looked at me and he's like oh are you ready to play tonight and I'm like yeah <laughs> totally freaking out but totally excited at the same time awesome that sounds like it must have been an incredible experience but what everybody what? really wants to know mm-hmm. is what's it like backstage <laughs> After the um, show. I don't know. I don't know if I'm allowed to tell you quite what happened back there. No, I'm just kidding. Um, no, it's crazy. He's got a really amazing fan base. They were lined up outside of the bus. Just everyone was trying to get into this bus, and then, you know, they they grabbed us off st- off stage. The security guard, and he was like, "No, you're gonna come in. I want to talk to you." And so I was like, "Okay." And as soon as we got in there, he was already in the middle of an interview, and you know, his whole family was there, and just really warm and welcoming, and. Yeah, it was it was fun. And then he had the, his other bus too that was just packed with all the musicians, and they were partying away and having a great time too. So, yeah, I almost just 
got on the bus and didn't leave. You know, I was like, yeah, I'm going, I'm going with you guys. <laughs> Chuck said everybody wants to hear. They want to hear that you woke up the next morning in Sacramento yeah. and couldn't remember anything. <laughs> totally. I, I wanted to. I was like, I almost did too. I was like, they, they were asking me too. They're like, come on, come on, jump on, you know, your family. I'm like, yeah, I wish I could. <laughs> Hi, this is Suska, and you're listening to The Interview Show with Scott Wood. This is Suska, and you're listening to The Interview Show with Scott Woods. 
All right, you're listening to The Interview Show. This is Scott Wood, your host. You just heard Narcotic off the album Source by Suska, featuring Canadian hip-hop legend Maestro Fresh Wes. All right, this track came about from an idea I have I had for doing the pop song, a uh, classical pop song called uh, Vivaldi, The Four Seasons. So we took um, one of the songs and turned it into that beat, and then when I sent the beat to Maestro, that's the one he chose. I sent him three beats, and he, that's the one he picked. And then he just started writing, and he called it Narcotic. So I'm like, all right, we'll call it Narcotic. But it's actually based on the four seasons. I think he picked uh, Autumn. And so when you get a track back from Meister Fresh Wes, and you yeah. listen to it for the first time, yeah. what does that feel like? <laughs> You're freaking out. <laughs> I go, oh, my God, I can't believe you just wrapped up my stuff. Oh, my God, that's so cool. Wow, I can't believe this is happening. <laughs> he's just such a gracious person. Basically, um, he's been a fan ever since he came to a show of mine years before this show that I was telling about with the RZA. And, um, yeah, he just kind of liked what I was doing and invited me to play a show with him there. And then uh, ever since then, we were just friends. And basically... I told him I was working on this record, and he's like, well, send me some beats. And I was like, yeah, for sure. And I didn't even think anything of it. I didn't ask him to be on it or anything. And he was like, you know, I'm really feeling this. And I'm like, oh, really? Oh, well, if you're feeling it, you know, you feel free to do anything you like on it, you know, and uh, I'll trade, you know. I told him the idea of, you know, having classical music and um, using the four seasons, and then I just wanted a, a rhyme in there and then have the violins come in and rhyme some more. And it, I just told him it would be kind of experimental, and he was super down with that, so... Yeah, he liked it, and um, then hired me for his album after that. So I just finished doing like half his half his new stuff. Nice. So what so, do you think got him turned on to putting violin in his music? Oh, it's the maestro, man. You know, it's the orchestra. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's just a classical instrument, you know, and it's not a lot of people, I guess, doing it the live feel. There's a lot of great producers that, you know, mix violin strings great, but there's something different, I think, about the live element of it and the fact that I kind of just, um, come in treating it sort of more as horns, you know, like I learn a lot from jazz players like Miles Davis and John Coltrane and just years of listening to their phrasing and tone and all that is kind of what inspires me more. Mm-hmm. Anyways, M83 is a track, the famous track of last year where he used the saxophone in it and it really made the track pop and become memorable. So I was wondering, thinking about you and the violin, why don't more musicians use the violin in the tracks to make them pop? Who did you hear? I didn't hear the beginning of that when you just oh. said M83 last year had, like, one of the, the big tracks of the year was Midnight City by M83. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. It's an indie track with a saxophone in it. Nice, nice, yeah. So I was going to relate that to you, Suska, mm. the violin, hip-hop. Mm-hmm. Why is it that you don't think there's more violin or more atypical musical instruments in popular music? I don't know. How much, it's it's kind of like, how many violinists do you know that play, you know, and that are playing and doing their thing live? Good point. So, we're on the radio it's now. It's the same with saxophone players too, right? Like I think about that. There's just not that many people I think that are just that are just doing it and actually doing it all the time and doing it for a living and for the love of it, you know. Fair enough. I think that's it. That's probably why. I don't know. So, if you were going to make a case for it, what would your case be? A case. Like why people should have it in there? Yeah. If you know, you could have a meeting with the guys who decide what the big sounds are going to be for the next year, like the Katy Perry tracks or whatever, you'd be like, all right, guys, violin track, let's do you it. You need this because it's fire. <laughs> it's just raw. It's raw strings. It's alive. You know, it's, it's vibrant. It's organic sounds that you know, can't, yeah, can't be, like I said, can't be bottled up. They can't be numbed down. Hi, this is Suska, and you're listening to The Interview Show with Scott Wood. Nations rise only to fall. 
kings build mighty monuments only to have them crumble into dust. All these things have the seeds of death in them. Only a great truth can grow and flourish, and a truth cannot be killed. Shut them down like bomb threat In the frame like a window pane Things I say go over the strings she playing Words creating and forming over beats we making Free sensation of music in a deep rotation My people trying to rise to the top Flotation I'm lethal with the beats and I drop in notation Producers gotta go through claps like ovations To find the right ones for the raps on your station Custom made rusty Ginsu blade Known as the soul and illuminates within that place Target bound within where the chakras found Where vivid memories just seem to always walk around Remember the place by smell, visual and the taste or a touch Get a clutch on the image it makes I try to wake up to bacon and eggs Maybe with steak not thinking about making mistakes Living the moment Kill it when you give in the moment. There's different opponents in life putting gimmicks upon it. Brutally honest, I got it. Not a novice reciting. I musically promise methodical, melodical writing for my people. And you're listening to the interview show with Scott Wood. All right, you're listening to the interview show. This is Scott Wood, your host. 
I'm interviewing Suska. We just heard her song, Truth, from the album Source, featuring local MC emotions. Suska, I'd love it if you could tell us a little bit about that track. Truth came to me, actually, probably in the middle of the night. I already went to bed, and I woke up, and I just kept having this this um, melody, this hook in my head, and I was just like, oh, my God, it's driving me crazy. I think I actually got up and recorded it. So just so I had it for the next day. And then the next day I, I called up my producer and I said, you know, we got to do something with this. And, uh, yeah, I came in, I played it for him. And, yeah, he just started building a beat around it. And then we just had this sort of heavy, dark sound. I'm like, wow, where are we going with this? And, um, <laughs> and then same thing, we just needed an MC. And uh, we thought of um, emotions just because he's, uh, he's got a really great soul sound. And uh, he ended up liking it and writing to it. And that's how that came about. All right. So on this record, Source, you work with several different MCs. So I was hoping you could talk about where you found your collaborators. Emotions happens to be a, a super talented Vancouver MC who just fit the vibe of the track. Um, that particular one, he just has the right kind of soul for it. And, and yeah, that's the one that um, both Vago, my producer, and I felt that would be good for his style. Uh, it's pretty intuitive, actually. Yeah, I pretty much just go by the vibe and, and what the voice is. Obviously, people that I know and that are in my circle help, too. You know, it's nice to just um, feel comfortable with a person and, and know that, you know, they want to they want to work with you, too. That's always nice. Um, but I did have a few people in mind. I approached Shad, and, you know, some people just you kind of didn't know who I am or whatever and didn't care and, like, whatever, you know. So I didn't take it personally or, or anything. It's, it's just it is what it is, right? So... Yeah, I think the right people come along, and then it just it works out. Cool, so, cool. Yeah. Now, back in the day when I met you, Suska, you were in a world fusion band called Tambora Raza, or you played That's with right. them. We'll say it that way. Yes. So I was hoping you could talk about the difference between world fusion music and hip-hop from a violinist's perspective. Wow. Well, the world fusion band was really fun, but it was a lot of... Uh, just constant playing. It was just a lot of noise, a lot of things at once, and it was just pretty purely to get people to dance so we would just try to rock shows hard and just get energy going and really festive and fun um i think just for what i'm doing now is more um more organized chaos i guess <laughs> with the beats and uh i just because i'm i'm doing songs that i get to compose myself so i'm kind of more in the creative process as well whereas in the world fusion band i was doing um sort of standards and someone else's compositions which was really fun but um, just different. Yeah, I learned what I needed to learn, and then, you know, you kind of got to go off and keep it moving and keep it interesting. I'm not the kind of artist that can stay in the same band and play the same song over and over again. It just doesn't work for me, so, you know, I just keep it interesting. Got to challenge yourself. Yeah, exactly. So that's why I like playing with DJs, too, because you can, you can just improvise on a song just like that, and it's, like, brand new for everybody, and you just don't know what's going to happen next, and I kind of like that element of music. You know, it keeps it fresh for me, you know? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Now, when we were emailing, setting up this interview, you mm-hmm. emailed me and you said, it's been quite a journey so far, and yet I feel very fortunate to still be in this game. Now, that sounds like the quote from somebody who's like 80 years old and it's on the back <laughs> of their autobiography. <laughs> yeah, I am. You didn't tell your audience I'm 80. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've seen pictures, so I know that's not the case. <laughs> no, um, <laughs> yeah, oil volet is amazing. Um, no, um, what was the question? I was just hoping that you could, you know, you're still very young, so yeah. I was hoping you could explain that quote. Um, 
What did I say? I can't remember. <laughs> you said, it's been quite a journey so far. Oh, yeah. And yet I feel very fortunate to still be in this game. Hmm. I wonder what I was referring to. I guess just the fact that, yeah, I've been doing it for 10 years, and like I said, I keep making money and keep getting booked, and it's just, I think, always a surprise, you know? You, you do something, and you, you play, and you just think, oh, are people really enjoying this? Oh, do people really need what I have to offer, you know? I want to make sure it's... um also a niche that, you know, people are interested in, right? And that's what I'm saying, that it's kind of neat to have something that's original and different, you know? I think mean, that's what keeps it going and working for me. Absolutely, absolutely. Hmm. I was talking about you to somebody, to one of my friends today, and then hmm. he, he heard what you did, and he's like, oh, yeah, she's classing up hip-hop, and I wanted to get you to react hmm. to that quote. I like that. That's great. Classing it up? <laughs> nice. Um, but yeah, I think that's um, that's an interesting way of putting it. Um, yeah, I say why not? I mean, that's the whole point of music, right? Is to keep mixing and blending. And I think if you're not doing that, then it's not growing as, a, as an art. Absolutely. Form. And yeah, I mean, I grew up on classical music. So that's what I know the most, and that's kind of like I'm in a household of that. So when I pair that with really great beats, which is another love of mine. It's just really fun for me to kind of make it work and figure it out. And, and the energy is just, it's just become my passion. So, yeah. <laughs> I find it interesting all the time, every song, you know, every beat. Well, it's I'm glad that you're out there, and I'm glad you're adding stuff to hip-hop and all types of music. Well, thanks. Suska, it's been great having you on the show tonight. I would love it. At the end of the show, I get the artist to pick a track off their current repertoire and talk about it as I bring up the music. Okay, um, it doesn't matter. No, play anyone, either one of anyone. It doesn't matter. Okay, so then how about would you say you chose Sparks? Okay, yeah, so Sparks um, Sparks is a fun little project that came about from Bago basically producing the beat, and he had some string lines that he sort of came up with, and I was like, yeah, let's do a little differently. And uh, we added some, some more live strings to it. And then what happened next? Oh, yeah, and then my friend Buku One, who I'd gone on tour with a little bit earlier um, in L.A., he was on Twitter, and he was just in his hotel room, I guess, and he's like, hey, I'm kind of bored. Anyone has a, does anyone have a beat out there or something? Or next beat that someone sends me, I'll rap on. And I was like, hey, try this one. And I sent it to him, and he literally did it in his hotel room there, sent it back to me, and it was just ridiculous. I'm like, oh, my God, this is so great. I'm putting this on the album. And he's like, okay, it sounds good. And then ever since then, people have been like, hey, can we get the full-length version of that? I'm like, yeah, I guess. And we haven't really got around to that yet, but um, hopefully we will. <laughs> so that's kind of what happened there. Wow, that is an awesome yeah. story behind a track. Yeah, it's kind of fun. So we're going to hear Sparks by Suska yeah. featuring, and how do you say the MC's name? Um, Buku One. All right, featuring Buku One. All right, Suska, I appreciate sure. your time tonight. Thanks for having me on here. No worries. All right, have a good night. Hi, this is Suska, and you're listening to The Interview Show with Scott Wood. <laughs> Always impressed, pleasantly surprised every time. Damn, liking it. Suska, check it out. You got a good taste in music. You got the tough celebrity caliber with no four-ish, pro-ish, no amateur. No additives or preservatives, just raw, organic-ish, pure. Make the head nod to the neck hooks. No need for vocals, let's use the kill the hook with strings that bring the dead back to life. 